Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Hello and good morning. Thursday. Um, Here we are. And so Hunter Biden, I'm just going to touch on this quickly because you're going to hear all about it today from everyone, I am sure. And as you should hear it from everyone, I guess Hunter Biden gave the finger to the American people yesterday. He was supposed to go testify in front of Congress, I suppose, or not in, well, in, but behind closed doors, not on, not televised or anything like that privately. So he shows up, but on the wrong side of the Capitol and gives his little speech that his uh, lawyer has prepared. And a lot of things stood out to me. But the main one is where he he had the audacity to stay. Of course, he is a Biden. So, you know, there's that. Uh, He stood up there in front of the cameras and said, they have impugned my integrity, my character. I think that's the right term. I am P-U-G-N, which means to question or, or to attack, to call in to question or to attack. And I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here thinking, no, hun, no sugar pie. You did that all by yourself. You created that with your, you know, addiction, which, you know, I look, I feel bad for anybody with addiction. I grew up with, you know, I, I in my young adulthood, I know a lot of people who struggle with addiction and it's not funny. It's not something to laugh at, but you know, He did this by himself. You know, when you are in addiction, you do things that you have to live with later. Um, So, and then he he decided to take pictures of himself and all the hookers and the blow and the, oh my gosh, it's just his lifestyle was called into question. Well, yeah. Anyway, it just cracks me up how he's blaming others. They put, he, he said this too. They, they displayed naked pictures of me. Well, dumbass, if you hadn't taken them yourself and then left your laptop at a computer shop, goodness great. Yeah, they need to be questioning his, his intelligence is what they need to be questioning. But if you listen to him and you don't watch it, and you just listen to it on the radio, he sounds like a young Joe Biden. He sounds just like Joe Biden, his voice, a young Joe Biden, that is. But anyway, yeah, he's going to get off scot-free. Nothing's going to happen. You know, he's a Joe, he's a, he's a Biden. But anyway, we're going to move on to other headlines. I'm going to go to the New York Post, and we are just going to open it up, and we're going to start reading the headlines. So, let's see. I'm skipping that one about the Harvard thing. Strip Harvard of billions in federal cash and tax breaks over anti-Semitism shame, Republicans say. Yeah. Oh, and then you hear about this Boston mayor defends electeds of color, no whites. What is that? Electeds of color? Is that even correct grammar? So, I guess they want to have a holiday party just for... People that are not white. And they sent out the email to everyone by mistake. And they even sent a follow-up email said, oops, that wasn't supposed to go out to everybody. 
You white people need to stay home. <laughs> That's fine with me. Go ahead and have your party. I don't care. I'm not coming. Okay. All right. Tourists chased away by furious Times Square characters for exposing biggest scam free photos. Tourists chased away. So let's open this one. You know, you go to New York and you go to Times Square and they have these people dressed up. Uh, selfies are free, or at least they should be. A UK tourist was confronted and chased down by a group of infamous masked Times Square characters as he shed light on one of New York City's biggest scams. <laughs> uh, this guy, I'm not even going to try to say his name. He's a content creator. I'll just call him Asif. He's a content creator who was also featured in, in Netflix's follow-up real-life game show, to Squid Game, snapped photos alongside costumed icons such as Mickey, Elmo, and Friends. When Asaf finishes taking his selfies, the TikTok creator quickly says, thank you, before the group starts hounding him for money. Money, one of the characters demand, to which uh, he refutes, I don't have money. The group then follows Asaf, demanding he delete the photo since he didn't pay them. Whoa, whoa, Mickey Mouse is after me, Asif says as he escapes the group. Don't fall for the scam, people. So, yeah, don't, what a, I swear it's like a third world country over there in New York. <laughs> you know, when we went to the Grand Bazaar in Turkey, it was kind of the same thing. You walk around the street, you know, streets, the Grand Bazaar. Don't look them in the eye. They'll come up and try to sell you shit. So, anyway, let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to read that. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Chris Cuomo cracks up while interviewing TikToker with Tourette's. Oh, I think I saw this. Let me see if I can play the video. I don't even know if it... No, I tried to play the video uh, <laughs> while I was recording and it wouldn't let me. So Chris Cuomo couldn't control his laughter Thursday as a popular TikToker with Tourette's syndrome, flipped him off and repeatedly cursed him out in an uncensored interview that included her calling him a fat ass. Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Fuck you, Chris. Balin Dupree, a 20-year, a 21-year-old who uses her channel to raise awareness of the neurological disorder and said throughout the interview, oh my. So you probably want to go look this one up. I, oh, I don't know how to feel about this. The poor girl has Tourette's, but she's sitting there cussing out Chris Cuomo. So, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> the typically straight-faced host of, Nation, of News Nation's Cuomo broke into smiles several times during the four-minute chat, but retained some sense of professionalism as he listened to Dupree, who boasts nine million followers spout a barrage of involuntary profanities while explaining her daily struggles with the relentless ticks. I need to go watch this video right now. Okay, so I will in a minute. Oh, dear. So, mm. okay, let's see what's next on the agenda. Uh, mm -hmm. What? Congress wants to unleash federal spies at your hotel and coffee shop. 
Okay, let's go check this one out. Americans have learned in the last five years of one scandal after another, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act enabled. The FBI exploited FISA to illegally spy on Trump presidential campaign and to wrongfully search millions of Americans, emails, and online records. The good news is FISA's most intrusive provision, Section 702, will expire this year, December 31st. The bad news is in the deep state caucus in Congress is championing a reform to allow the feds to secretly and illegally breach far more Americans' privacy. In lieu of putting, a, excuse me, in lieu of putting a constitutional leash on federal snoops, plenty of congressmen of both parties support what should be called the Biden Big Brother Better Act, the FISA surveillance expansion provision is tucked into 3,000-plus page National Defense Authorization Act of 2024. Y'all pay attention. Here we go. Senator Mike Lee warns the reform bill is a wolf in sheep's clothing and urged fellow senators not to trust any bill so large that it has to be delivered by hand cart. Y'all, mm-mm-mm. Here we go. Y'all need to pay attention. We need to pay attention to the story. This needs to be all over the news. Of course, it's not going to be. Or if it is, people will just talk about it and then move on. Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky is fighting to separate the FISA provision from the must-pass NDAA, but he'll probably fail. God bless. We need God bless Rand Paul. But I don't know why they say he's going to fail. The House is expected to vote Thursday on the NDAA as members race to leave town for a long holiday. Well, there you go. Of course. Of course. They always do this. First of all, you're leaving now. We've still got another week before Christmas. Or two weeks. A week and a half. And you're leaving right now. Y'all are pathetic up there in D.C. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Every single one of you. The House has okay, already said that rather than fixing FISA's problems, the bill will likely simply extend existing FISA surveillance law at least until April. Of course, just put it off, put it off, put it off, as we always do. Conservatives are howling because they believed the House Speaker Mike Johnson had signaled willingness to allow a debate. When Congress returns to FISA early next year, the House will consider a FISA reform bill the Intelligent Committee unanimously approved. I want to get to the coffee shops. <clears throat> Former Justice Department lawyer Mark Zillinger is one of the handful of FISA court Amici allowed to come in. Okay, whatever. I need to find out more. It's a, Oh, here we go. Uh, okay. Former Justice Department lawyer Elizabeth Goyton warns hotels, libraries, coffee shops, and other places that offer Wi-Fi to their customers could be forced to serve as surrogate spies. They could be required to configure their systems to ensure that they can provide the government access to entire streams of communications. That's why I never use somebody else's Wi-Fi. I just use my data. Yep. <laughs> okay, anyway, you can go read that. It's over on New York Post. And I guess I'm going to end it with that, other than the question of the day. Question of the day. Do you have all of your holiday shopping done? 
We do not. I still need to shop for my son and son and <clears throat> my son and daughter-in-law and the grandbaby. Uh, but other than that, I think we still need to get some gift cards for extended family, such as the gent's brother and his wife and daughter. So we still need to do, you know, a couple more things, but nothing major. Uh, anyway, you guys have a great day. Have a great Thursday. <clears throat> and um, thanks for listening. What's that? Who pays your salary? What's that? Who pays? What's that? We're not a democracy.